what is up everybody it is your boy woody aka the disciple and i am here to tell you that you are blessed you are amazing and if you are on the road to discovering how blessed and how amazing you are welcome to the club welcome to the show but let's just hop right back into it and this is going to be part two or at not the final part, but is going to be a conclusion to what I've been talking about before, which is what is love? You know, this is the part two of it, you know, and before we were saying how love is kind, love is patient, love is not boasting or proud. And, you know, a lot of the times we refuse to accept God's love because we feel as though that we're either undeserving or we're not worthy which is kind of funny if you think about it because that all goes into kind of pride you you think that you don't deserve something but it's it's not up to you on whether or not you deserve it see god wants to bless you more than you can ask more than you think and think more than you can imagine He knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for you. The Bible says that he knows all the plans for your life. It also says that he knows every hair on your head. The Bible speaks about how before you even pray what it is that you need to pray to him to ask for that he already knows that he already knows what it is you're going to ask. So what is it? What's the part that we're missing as Christians or as new believers? What what's that thing that we're missing? And, you know, I feel as though and I've seen it time and time again is the pride of feeling as though that you think you know what it is that you're doing, that you think that you know what it is you deserve. And by God's grace, I think we all know what it is that we truly deserve. But it's not about what we know we deserve. It's not based off of our knowledge. It's not based off of our understanding. It is based off of the love of God, which is infinite. And yeah, it may be tough to swallow. It may be hard to understand. It may make you feel as though you need to push this away. But I'm telling you, that's what it is. You know, sometimes you're not meant to understand the depths and the heights of his love because it is so high and it is so deep. God would do anything and everything for you. Think of the concept of him dying for you. Think about it. Just the idea. Think about you having to sacrifice your only child for you, for other people to get what it is that they need or go where they need to go in life. I don't think anyone would be capable of doing that. You know, I know people that get upset when they get asked for a sip of coffee or get asked for a bite of their food or sandwich, which is understandable. But God's love is beyond our concept of understanding. And God tells us time and time again, you just got to believe. You just have to believe. You just have to accept the same way you got saved is the same way you accept God's love into your life. You just believe it. And once you can do that, once you can convince yourself to open up that door onto God, 
there is an infinite amount of blessing and love that will come into your life. Look at it. Most Christians want to cash a check that they have no idea where the bank account is. They don't have the pin to the debit card. And God is saying that my love is that pin. It'll give you access to everything. When I first started going to church and Bible study, we would talk about forgiveness and we would talk about love all the time. All the time, me and my brothers, we would talk about love, the love of God, all the time. It was sickening. <laughs> I was sick of it. I, I couldn't stand the thought of hearing it. And, you know, to the point where I would kind of just block everything out. But, you know, it comes to a point where you've dealt with so much pain in your life over and over and over again. When doors are slammed in your face, where opportunities are ripped from under you, when the world shuts off and you think that you've done everything right, but you still get a no, something just flips within you. And I was tired of hearing that preaching and I got fed up. I started asking, how is it that not only does God want to love me, that's worthless, but then he wants me to love other people. That doesn't make sense. That absolutely doesn't make sense. And you know, my brother, like the amazing person he is, he looked at me and he said, it's not based off of your understanding. It's just not. If you try to write out a plan and you try to think about it logically, it just doesn't make sense. But it's not about God making sense. Right. Jesus walking on water didn't make sense. Jesus turning around those 12 disciples, taking the worst of the worst and then turning them around to save the whole world, to go out and to preach the gospel doesn't make sense. Moses going out and saving a nation, taking them out of Egypt, walking around with them 40 years inside of the desert where the Bible says that none of them were feeble. None of them had to ask for new clothes. All of them were well fed. All of them were strong. None of that makes sense. David being the lowest of the low, his family forgetting about him, people not even inviting him to the prophets, to the feast. Imagine not getting invited to a party that's happening at your own house with important people showing up. Imagine that. Him being chosen by God didn't make sense. All of his sons laid before him, all of these strong, brilliant men, army soldiers, strong, filled with merits, filled with armor, tall, uh, uh, who knows what other qualifications that they had. God didn't pick them. God not picking them didn't make sense. If you look at it with your own eyes, don't think of God trying to love you to bless you as it doesn't make sense so I can't accept it or I haven't done anything to deserve it so I can accept this gift. It's not about whether or not you understand why you've gotten it, right? I'm pretty sure LeBron James doesn't wake up in the morning questioning why 
He's 6'7", why he's so amazing at basketball, why he's got the drive that he does to live life. I'm pretty sure that Michael Jordan didn't wake up in his prime thinking to himself, dang, I don't know why I'm the best at basketball. None of this makes sense. You know, I don't know why I'm getting all of these endorsement deals. I'm pretty sure none of these men, any great man or woman that has done incredible things in their lives, I'm pretty sure they never woke up in the midst of them doing great things, asking themselves, why, God, why did you make me like this? They simply took what it is, the gift that God has given them, and they sold it back into the ground and they worked and they worked and they worked and they kept working and they kept believing that it was going to work out for them. It didn't matter how many games they lost. It didn't matter how many people told them no. They took the gift that God has given them, whether it was playing basketball, whether it was to speak properly, whether or not it was technological skills, whether or not it was to bring life or joy into other people. They didn't question it. They took it. They sowed it into the ground. They multiplied it. They understood that as long as they keep working and they keep using their gift that God has given them, that they would receive a multiplication that their gift, like what the Bible says, will make room for them. And you know, that love of God is the first step into knowing and to understanding what true love truly is in the first place. It's really what it is. Oh man. It really is. God says to bear graciously with one another and the willingness to forgive. Be gracious is to be kind and tender hearted. To be willing is to be obedient of what God is asking of us to do because he's done it for us. A lot of the times we don't want to accept love in our lives because we think that it comes with the responsibility of, well, damn, if I accept love from God, well, maybe I got to love everybody. <laughs> and yeah, you do. You do. You bear that responsibility. You know, you're, you're a representation of him. You're his child. When you get it, you didn't deserve it. You, you could never do anything to earn it. You can't buy it at the store or at the mall. That's something that was freely given to you. Freely given to you. You know, that's why you use your gift and the things that God gives you towards other people. It's going to bless other people. No matter what. We're so selfish sometimes. Or, or not even that we're knowingly selfish. We get so wrapped up. And what it is that we think. And you know, I, I know that I've said it at the beginning already, but it always, go, it always goes back to that. Right? If you're confident in something, then you'll go out and do it. Right? And you always do something with the benefit that <coughs> you're going to be blessing other people. Right? And you know, sometimes you struggle, you fall with it, or you learn new things along the way. Right. You learn things about yourself or about a business or about something. But you sticking it out and going through it, 
will always produce fruit. Always. So it's the same thing with God's love. If you accept it, if you begin to give it to other people, if you begin to un- try to understand how to love them, right? Because loving someone's not about loving them the way that you want. It's about loving them the way that they need to be loved so that they can grow and they can understand what the love of God is. And when someone truly understands what the love of God is, they really can't help but give it to other people. They really can't. I've never seen it not happen. Even if you didn't, like, want to... Like, I've seen people come to church that are very, very rough, right? Like, from either the street or, you know, they grew up in a bad situation, receive the love of God. And we've talked and they've maybe had moments where they didn't want to do it or they wanted to quit or they just didn't want to talk to that person because they were annoying. But at the end of that conversation or the day, it always goes back to God showed me love. God took me out of darkness he gave me a family. What if I'm on, what if I'm the only person this person's got? What if I'm that last chance for that person to come home to Jesus? What if that person's got no family, no friends? When they're going home, they're by themselves. What if? Man. <laughs> you know, I started off this series asking the question right of what love truly is but it wasn't with the expectation of having a definitive answer right because who can truly define the love of God it can only be shown through an example and if you take upon this challenge yourself in your life every single day to show love and to show care in a godly way you know new doors will open up new opportunities will open up you know and it's so funny to me sometimes how sometimes the world is just so much better at following the scriptures in the bible than christians are right There's just so many people that when they get to a point of position that they're just so willing to help out another business, right? They're just looking for someone to just have a plan, have themselves together, be willing, be committed to work, and then they're willing to invest, right? Be trustworthy, be committed, work hard. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll invest in you. You know, I'll give you a shot. (laughs) You know, these uh, influencers, these, you know, business people people they have more trust in in their business partners than most christians have within the love of god it's ridiculous it's truly crazy to me you know because god is just infinitely more faithful and if you just give him a shot if you tried it i don't see how you would fail but i digress So what is the love of God? The love of God is what you've received that you didn't deserve. And what do you do when you've received it? Well, you you have to start to give it out to people. (laughs) 
Begin to give that out to people. Begin to show people who you truly were meant to be. An influencer of the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, a virus of love to infect people all across the world. Every single person you encounter. To leave people better off the way. That's what it is. So God bless you guys. The love of God is within you, whether you believe it or not. And if you've listened to this whole podcast up until this point, and maybe you just, I don't know, maybe you just still not feeling it. Maybe let's say you're still not feeling it or you still haven't seen it yet because you've tried already. You know, I propose to you to keep going. And I know it sounds crazy and ridiculous. But just keep going. Just keep going. You're going to see it. You are going to see the fruits of your labor. God is not a liar. He will never leave you by yourself. He'll never leave you lost. He'll never leave you broken. Even if you don't believe the pieces can be put back together, there you'll see God before you. Picking up the pieces, putting it together before your eyes, making a construct that you never thought could be built in your life, truly taking you and bringing you to new heights. People don't give up. Don't give up. Giving up is the true enemy. Don't give up. Just keep going. And in Jesus' name, you will see. You will see what God truly has planned in your life. Trust him. Love him. Confine in him. Cry to him if you need to. He knows all already. He's seen it all already. Just don't leave anything off of the table. Give it all to him in Jesus' name. And with that being said, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. Keep going, keep pushing, keep striving, and don't forget that you are blessed by the grace of God. Peace, and I will catch you guys on the next one.